Oh, Yesenia, we're back. Yeah, we are. Back like we never left. It's cold. It's rainy. It's windy. This weather is never going to get better. But that's all right, because we don't need to be outside to uh, soft boil your ass. We're back for another round. Back for another round. So I hope y'all can get cozy, get a little warm, and be ready for this ramen bowl. Because y'all are about to get soft boiled. Boom, it's going to be a good one today too. I've actually been looking forward to this one for a long time. Or actually ever since we started talking about this. This has been an episode I have been hotly anticipating. This topic should actually be a, a much more lively take than some other stuff we've been talking about before. I think we'll have a lot of fun with this one. Let's get into it. You are now tuned in to the Soft Boiled Podcast with DeAndre and Yesenia. Your one-stop shop for all things relationships. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Well, DeAndre, usually I'm the one that kind of introduces the topic and our guests, but uh, I'm going to take control right now and ask you to introduce this topic and introduce who we have sitting with us virtually for this lovely discussion we're about to have. Oh, I love it when a woman takes control. Oh, I... I will do my best to do this as succinct as possible. Today, ladies and gentlemen, we've got coming up, we've got the topic of the dating scene currently. In case you're listening to this at a later time, it is March 2023. Uh, If that gives you any sort of perspective or window into what the dating world is like now. And we're also going to be talking about uh, some dating apps <laughs> and how to navigate them. Have you had any success? Things of that nature. And I can only think of one man, part of the Ramen Raiders, that is well equipped to talk about this topic. Well, he's one of the people I would like to have talked to us about, but I feel like he would give, he would provide the most oomph on this topic. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together. Let me hear you. Let me hear you all the way in the back. Raise the roof, make some noise, put your hands together for Mr. Impressive. How you doing? How you doing? What's Hello, Impressive. It is a very, very chill night in the Bay Area, and I am doing my best to stay warm. How are y'all doing? You know, sitting here, trying to stay warm, ready for this pasta that's about to come to my door. <laughs> I got my heater on. It's nice and toasty up in here. It's like 70 degrees in my room. You're living in an oven. (laughs) But uh, for those of you that don't know, Impressive is a member of another member of the Ramen Raiders, who I'm sure you've already heard some past members on some previous episodes. He is our main editor in chief. We love the hard work he puts in, putting together all of our clips and even his clips. He uploads them to the Ramen Raiders channel, YouTube channel, and to his own personal channel at YouTube slash Impressive. Uh, are you, I think you don't stream anymore, do you? I've been time thinking time. about getting back into it, but I think I'm going to just wait till it gets warmer because the weather would be really messing with my like my mojo when I play games because hey, no. my hands are cold. Hey, no, yeah. I, I feel that. I feel that. But uh, you want to... 
I, I kind of gave you a little a little rough intro, but you want to go ahead and introduce yourself to the fine folks out there listening? Yeah, sure. Um, like the man said, uh, my name is Ace. I am regular straight dude in his like late 20s, uh, currently single. <laughs> I can't really find a means of dating outside of dating apps because of my work schedule. But hey, uh, we try to make time for what we can. Facts. And I mean, hey, uh, since you brought it up, man, how's uh, how's the dating scene been going for you on the on the apps? What apps are you on? First of all, I'm on Hinge and Bumble. It's Hinge and Bumble. I love I love one of those. One of those I love absolutely more than the other. <laughs> yeah, we've talked about this way too much. To, but I guess for the people that don't know, which which app is that? Which that was, app are you endorsing? I'm I'm gonna put my stamp of approval. Boom on good old bumble of course that's so funny because i can see I why only have hinge you only have hinge which is crazy because i feel like someone like you i think we've also talked about this before but i think someone like you you would thrive on on bumble not because like you're a single pretty female but like you are in control over who you get to talk to you know that's true yeah i've just never downloaded it i just and I, I also didn't know that like the girls are supposed to like send the message first mm-hmm. and i low-key be a little a little scared to do that now you can see how we feel <laughs> <laughs> i know right yeah it's, it's not easy no matter how many times you do it sometimes you want to use the i don't know if you had to had to do this dean but uh sometimes you just did weren't on top of it that day so you use like you know an old line that you used on someone before to see if it works the same yeah, there there would be there would be some days where I would absolutely if I wasn't feeling a girl, if she hit me up, I would just throw some yeah random pickup line, or so I I wouldn't I wouldn't do it with the intention of getting her to unmatch me. It would it would mostly be all right. How is she gonna perceive this? Because I think it's clever. Mm-hmm. It's never worked, or maybe it's worked like once, but I perceive it as clever and funny. We'll see how she takes it, and most of the time, it ends up with me getting unmatched. <laughs> and they just, they just, hey, they weren't the one. That's all it is. And yeah, sometimes it's, it's, it's uh, you know, it is what it is. You got to move on to the next. You can't dwell on the past. I don't think of it as like the one that got away type thing, but you know. Although hey. sometimes this is just me though. Um. There are those the ones where like you hit them with that with that uh your play right mm-hmm. your opening your opening line and sometimes you want it to work yeah you you know like sometimes yeah like like you said there's varying degrees to how much you like care about the person that you're matched up with but you know there's some days where like you're really hoping it hits and it lands man and, uh, and it's always the worst <laughs> when you really want it to land and boy there's just nothing and you got nothing. <laughs> Your joke fell on deaf ears. It's crazy. Now, uh, Ace, or I guess for the, let me preface this. Uh, a lot of these free dating apps, Bumble, Hinge, Tinder, um, OkCupid, whatever, whatever other apps they come out with now, all of these services are free, but of course they have their paid tiers where you can get, you know, unlimited likes. You can get rewinds, uh, I don't know, skips uh, this isn't spotify but uh you know you, you get you get access to extra features on top of whatever the base you know free version of the app is which is usually just you know a limited amount of swipes per day 
mm-hmm. or every mm-hmm. 12 hours or what may have you. Now, uh, Ace, have you ever dropped money on either of these apps to get No, like- but I have been tempted. Mm, okay, okay. Now, I, I would go on record uh, on saying I have dropped money on Bumble a couple times here and there. Back when, this was a few years ago, back when dropping money on Bumble was like the cost of like $2. Yeah, okay. I remember that. When it was like you get Bumble like Unlimited or Prime or whatever they called it back then. Mm-hmm. And you could get like the unlimited likes, you could get the rewinds, you could get the super likes. You can get all that for like $2 for like a 24-hour period. Now it's like you get it for like a week for like $15. I don't know what the price is now. I've uninstalled the app. I think but, it is $15, yes. Yeah, it's pretty wild how much that jumps. But I've 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 only ever done that. I've only ever been like, I need to drop money on this app right fucking now because I well, can't. Has it, I have a question for you then. Since yeah. You asked, uh, has that, did that work out for you for those 24 hours? No. Sometimes they, I would think, I would think they would. And the only times I would ever drop money on the app is to get the super likes because I wanted yeah. to, I wanted to drop a super like on a girl that I thought was really pretty. And I, and I liked her bio. I liked her vibe. And, mm-hmm. and, like we mentioned earlier, Bumble is an app where the 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 female the girl has to message first, and I would drop that drop that um you know that that super like on them, and obviously they can see that, mm-hmm. and it's up to them whether or not they want to respond. Uh, with the to the to the super like, and most of the time I would I think I don't think that ever worked. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know if that's ever worked. Um, for you? Yeah, for me personally, yeah. But now mm. I know they changed it to where your prompts, you can comment on someone's prompts, I th- or am I thinking about Hinge? I, I think you're talking about Hinge. Yeah. Okay. I know. Okay. Yeah. I know Hinge, you can comment on people's like prompts and stuff. Um, no, I think Bumble might've added that later. I swear to God, I think they did. I may be, I don't know. I th- I swear. I think they did. I don't know. I'm not going to, I'm not going to do too much on it, but. Well, yeah, dating dating apps now. Uh, dating apps now is definitely, you know, a vibe. It's definitely hit or miss. You can, you can, you can get some gems. You absolutely can get good conversations. Mm-hmm. You can catch someone's vibe before you even meet them. Which I, which is why I like them personally, because mm-hmm. we're all we're all in this age of. You know, everyone's busy. Everyone's got a life. Not everyone has time to go out to bars or restaurants or, you know, social social gatherings to where where people would normally hook up or date or, you know, the hustle and bustle of like people's daily lives is at an all time high now. Yeah. Crazy. And apps just, you know, qualm that a little bit. It makes it a little bit easier. And I, and I get it. Some people some people don't like the apps They're there. I, I will admit men and women there are a lot of weirdos out there there are a lot of them that goes without saying though you don't have to be on the apps to know that oh yeah (laughs) um and you know there are there are weirdos out there but then there are also there are also fine folks out there like i i came across this tweet that i screenshotted earlier that i'm gonna pull up right now and it's never been true uh it it was a this this dude is, is quote retweeting a girl on TikTok, of course it's TikTok, about a hinge date that she had, and the dude was 
you know, losing his mind because she didn't respond quick enough while she was on her way to the day, blah, 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 blah. And he got, and she blocked all that kind of stuff. She got blocked all that kind of stuff. And he's, and this is the quote tweet. And cause I, I, and I'm glad I were recording this today because it's at the top of my mind. It says modern dating is hell. Everyone is so scarred by their experiences that they immediately enter thinking the worst or portending humiliation slash rejection rather than approaching a new situation with hope, curiosity, and an open heart. Which I was like, damn, that shit mm-hmm. gets home. Because it's like, yeah, how, it is. yeah, it's like, how many times have you, you know, met someone, t- started talking to someone, and, you know, they're, uh, and obviously, you know, it's, it's different than your guard being up. Everyone's guard is up when you first meet someone. But, you know, you don't, you don't want to, I get it. We all have a past, but how much do you let that affect your dating life going forward? I think it depends on each person's um, varying, like how many times they have to go put themselves through the ringer. Cause like someone like me, um, I don't get many matches. So like these are few and far between. So like, I am not conditioned yet to what's, withstand all the possible disappointment that comes with doing these things and i think just based off how i know myself uh i don't think i'll ever be necessarily ready like i just gotta but i do have a routine to fall back on to like you know to bounce back from um and i'm currently doing that right now because of (laughs) because of uh past events recently this past uh (laughs) valentine's day but i guess we can get to that whenever um but like the tweet said uh the (laughs) it's much more harder now than ever Mm -hmm. in my opinion um to like legitimately form connections with people and i think it really sucks because it at the age that we're at right now it's like the perfect time to like find a partner or whatever but it also sucks because we live in the worst era so far of trying to find a meaningful connection with people and trying to find your ideal partner because you got to deal with all the the stuff in the middle that mm-hmm. everyone hates dealing with. You got to go through like an unspecified number of like losses before you find your win. So, Not or unless that. you're lucky, you could be lucky and hit it out the park on the first try, but. That's, in my opinion, a very, very rare instance. And I think the average person would probably go through, like, I don't know, let's say five or seven dates before they find a really good one. Yeah. Also, this is also dependent on uh, location. Yeah. I was going to say, I think we can have a whole conversation about this because I feel like I bring it up in almost every episode now, but I feel like social media has done a number on what dating looks like and having these like real unrealistic expectations for dating and it's all glamorized and romanticized and like about money and i think that's what really throws it off it does play a huge part and unfortunately um uh the people that like made that the emphasis are some of the worst people in in this generation um because you're looking for what the person has instead of what the person is. Mm-hmm. So just unfortunate. Yeah. A lot of people 
live live vicariously through the people that they see online, whether they know them or not. And they immediately see that, oh, so-and-so, they're happy. And this couple's happy. They're going here. They're going there. And they think they want that. But in reality, it's like, yeah, you don't. You think you want that, but it's not all it's cracked up to be. It's literally just what they want to show you. Yeah. That's what literally. people forget. It's just your social media profile is like, I guess you could say to an extent, your ideal lifestyle mm-hmm. um, for some people. Like uh, we have a couple of friends that share stories like pretty much almost every day. And it's usually just like mundane stuff. Like they're going to the gym, they're out with their partner, they're walking their dog. And then there's those that are like, nah, I got all this money and I get all this play. But we, I'm pretty sure most of us that see these people are have this preconceived notion that are like, this person's probably not the best in terms of character. Mm-hmm. So. I was actually recently listening to somebody else's podcast and there was this whole conversation about this guy who was like teasing apart this girl how she wanted like a man with six figures and drives a nice car and blah 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 right but then when it comes to asking what she brings to the table the guy was asking like oh do you have your own apartment she's like oh it just means some roommates like oh like what type of car do you drive and she's like oh it's like you know an older 2000 whatever toyota honda whatever you know like what's your five-year plan she's like oh you know i just i just want a lot of money like she wasn't able to really idealize any of her own future goals slash like materialistic goals but had like a whole drawing board for him and he was like he was getting a lot of hate on it i was like reading the comments about it but i'm like And again, this is just coming from, like, my perspective. If I'm going to be a woman that expects that type of guy, then I need to also uphold that for myself. And I think a lot of the times that gets a lot of backlash. Like, oh, it's okay to, like, set your standard tie. And yeah, it definitely is. But, like, what are you you offering? Like, what are you bringing? And I think that's my issue with, like, dating nowadays because I know what I'm bringing to the table. Like, I'm good with or without somebody. And the people that I try to idealize, I guess, because, you know, it's hinge, so you don't always know what you're getting. Um, I kind of be like, oh, like, could I see this person, like, matching where I'm at in life based on pictures, based on prompts? And the only two guys that I think I've had, like, real conversations with, one of them... He definitely does, but there's a lot of life experience missing there, and that's not on his, like, that's not his fault whatsoever. Like, he, and I don't know him too well, so I'm just assuming, right? But I think for me, I'm like, oh, I don't want to, like, be this dark cloud that's come with this traumatic background, and you haven't had that much experience with life like that. But he just sees this world in such a privileged way, and I'm like, damn, that's that's so fortunate. I, I can't do that. But then there's this other guy... Man, oh man, when I tell you his mom does everything for him, his mom does everything for him. And I'm like, nope, I am not about to be your second mom. I am not about to raise you. 
I am not about to be here. No, 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 no. No. Well, he don't know how to cook or clean? His mom meal preps for him. And he brings his laundry over to his mom's house so she mm-hmm. can do his laundry. Yeah, it's like that. That's crazy. I'm like, no, because then if we get together, you're going to expect me to do that? Uh, nope, that's not an expectation I want for my relationship. It is, if, you, if you're cooking, I'm cleaning. If I'm cooking, you're cleaning. Or we're both cooking and we're both cleaning. Yeah, I'm not, not going to step into generals like that. I remembered my point finally as you were talking. I didn't want to interrupt you. Uh, but yes, my the point I was going to make earlier before I lost it is we live, we very much live in a a uh quick fix society everyone everyone's very much what can you do for me now mentality mm-hmm. and and and, uh, and it sucks that it that bleeds into relationships because i feel like a lot of people get into relationships thinking that the people uh a lot of the people their partners have their best interest in mind but in reality they they don't you know you just sort of you just sort of shack up with a person because like you said, they have the money or they have the car or they have the tools to, I guess, get you where you want to go, live the lifestyle you, you want to live, all this kind of stuff. But like you were saying, they're not bringing you personally are not bringing anything to the table. You're basically a leech. And, mm-hmm. a, lot, and a lot of people don't really they don't see that. Uh, a lot of people think very highly of themselves to the point where it's like, well, well, what is a man going to do for me? Because I can do X, Y, and Z. Well, what does X, Y, and Z actually mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like, sure, it's okay to have, it's okay to have confidence and, and, you know, have a good high self-esteem, high standards, all that kind of stuff. But don't, that doesn't make you a good partner. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people, a lot of people just don't realize that. Yeah. Because Lord knows, um, and I and we talked about this in an earlier episode uh, that hopefully will be out by this this time. But uh, I mentioned it earlier um, or in a previous episode, like guys or or yeah, 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 yeah guys. It's so it's so it's not it's not world shattering that your your lady knows how to cook. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you're saying, you're saying this dude, his mom does all that stuff for him. You should just know how to do that. <laughs> you know, like guys, it's like some of the most basic, you should just know how to cook and clean and do laundry and wash dishes and all this kind of wipe your ass. But it's like, I own ass. <laughs> it's, it's like, guys, we've, I, I found me a woman that knows, <laughs> that knows how to cook. Congratulations, Negro. What else does she what else does she do for you? I will say, Sanya, uh, based on the thing that you said earlier about um that dude's mom doing everything for him. I'm not really wanting to speak on that because like on my work days, uh my dad does cook for me. He does cook my lunch for me because I have to get up so early, but he gets up earlier than me. So I he did, I don't have to do that because like I have like a thirty minute window to get ready and to leave. Mm-hmm. So I don't really have that luxury. But I'm not trying to say it's an excuse. No, but, but that's I think that's totally different. That's so different. Like 
that's your parent taking care of you. That's your parent like knowing and recognizing that you have that window. They want to make sure you have lunch. And I'm sure if they weren't there, you could do it on your own. Oh yeah. But when it's when it's this like instilled thing of like, oh no, I don't cook. My mom does it for me, and like she brings it over, even though you're a grown ass man and you don't you don't cook your own food. You let your mom come, and that's and that's nice, right? Like what a luxury that is. And I like for me, I guess the way that I thought about it was like if him and this per- if him and I would have got married, one is the expectation that I take on that role, but two, is she just gonna all of a sudden be like uninvited over whenever the fuck she wants, dropping off food like that? Because I guess for me, it's just more of like I didn't grow up like that and I don't have that type of luxury, so I'm just like, I don't know. And then I'm very adamant on not performing expected gender roles and i think that comes from like you know when i was home from school growing up like i had to start cooking and i had to start cleaning Mm -hmm. and take care of everybody before taking care of myself hence why i procrastinate on everything and wait till the last minute to do everything because that's just what i'm used to so when it's like instilled it was instilled in me that like i was supposed to be cooking I don't want a partner that's going to have that same value. Like, I don't want to perform that gender role. I don't want someone to expect that from me because it just doesn't make me want to do it for you. If you're expecting that from me versus like you want that from me or you would like to do it together, that's so different. But if my man worked at the crack of dawn and I know he's going to have a long day, you best believe I'm going to be up earlier than him to make sure he has breakfast and lunch and snack. Because I see you working hard. You're taking care of me. I can take care of you. That's different. Yeah, it's supposed Fair to be enough. It's supposed to be a partnership. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now, uh, I do want to. I do want to pose the question to everyone here. Uh, since Ace, you mentioned it. So you sort of mentioned it at the top of the episode. Um, location also plays a, a big role in in the, da- the dating scene now. And um, for those of you that don't know, we all we all reside in the San Francisco Bay Area. Uh, how? Do you think what I don't I don't really know how to pose the question, but like what's what's the dating scene like in the Bay Area? What's been your experience so far? Is it easy? Is it hard? Do you find women are harder to approach or have too high standards? Like what's what's the deal with you? Shit. <laughs> Two words. <Yeah>. It's shit. <laughs> Cause like uh here here's the thing that I realized about just dating like an average person in the Bay area. I don't know if this applies to the rest of the world or country or whatever. Um, uh, the dating scene is so weird because like it, it's gotten so toxic to date someone just regularly now that it's almost like it's a contest of, uh, who can care less. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like we're racing to see who can protect their ego the most. And I understand keeping your guard up and not wanting to be hurt. But why are you going into just a, uh, testing the waters phase, I guess you call it, with the notion that you're going to dislike them at all? Because mm-hmm. I've always been brought up thinking that 
the person that you end up with is not someone that you want to live with. It's someone that you can't live without. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's been lost, especially in our generation, because our generation is so probably some of the most stubborn people that's like ever lived. And we're so quick to drop people off and not work stuff out mm-hmm. or meet, meet in the middle, which is what a relationship is, is meeting in the middle and complimenting each other's um, shortcomings, but also accepting each other's flaws. But most people nowadays don't want to put in the work. And that's really disappointing because I am willing to put in the work and I know what my faults are and I'm trying every day, but it sucks when that person doesn't want to reciprocate that. And that's why it's been so hard because there's, you guys know how prideful these <laughs> people in the Bay area can be. And it's just been so rough. Yeah. Yeah. I feel it. it's, it's when you live in a part of a country, like taking the Bay area, for example, that this part of the country is very prideful and where they come from yeah it can it can you know it almost gets too prideful sometimes you know and like you were saying like we were saying earlier it's like a competition sometimes you know who gets the most likes who gets the most shares who could care less all that kind of stuff because i it's a measuring contest it really is yeah it's it's all just a dick measuring contest at the for a lot for a lot of these i'm not gonna say everyone but for a lot of these men and women out here it is a dick measuring contest um I know I I got people on my my Instagram, you know, these little pretty boy, I'll take your girl types, you know what I mean? They be they be on their their Instagrams on their stories, you know. They be doing their little their little pose in the camera, looking all sultry into the camera. They got that they got their new cut, new shave, you know, you know what I mean? These little side to side looking in the camera, you know what I mean? And then they be flashing they their their little Gucci shoes or socks or whatever the fuck they knew they knew booted thing that they boot up with at a at a whatever concert or whatever event they're at you know what I mean just flashing just flashing their lifestyle for no reason you know just to say that I'm I'm living I guess you could say living your best life which is cool I guess but it's just trendy that's what it is yeah it's just trendy it's all that's all it is no one's gonna give a fuck about that shit you know like they say I will say though I will say for some of those people I think it's just um they're they're acting out of some I'm assuming it's some like something that happened to them before and they just want to be seen and that's their way that's their means of uh coping yeah Mm -hmm. Which really sucks, but um, I'm grateful because I didn't fall into that trap. Um, Dean, you mentioned like, oh, like those guys that talk about like, oh, I can take your girl. Can I share a story that happened to me yesterday? <laughs> oh, please. <laughs> so I was at work yesterday. And for those that don't know, I work at basically like a liquor store. Uh, but this dude comes in. He's like, oh, do y'all sell white tees? And I work in a really rich part of the Bay Area. Nothing but like older white people, retired white folks. They drive Ferraris and Lamborghinis and Teslas and Porsches. Like that's a typical, you'll just see them all over. So this dude tatted up. He's hood. You can just tell from the way he's walking, the way he talks. He comes in. He's like, oh, do y'all sell white tees? 
And I started giggling because I'm like, man, you're in the wrong part of the bay. And I was like, nah, sorry. Like, we don't. Like, you got to go to a smoke shop for that. He's like, do you know where the nearest smoke shop is? I was like, no, I'm not from here. He's like, oh, where are you from? I was like, oh, I'm from Oakland. And so he kind of did like a double take, but I was like, okay, whatever. He just kind of, we connected, right? I, you Clearly he's hood. He probably thought I was some girl from the town I work in and um, obviously not. Um, and so he was just like asking some questions about some type of alcohol we have. So I showed him where to go, blah, blah, blah. Then he leaves and comes back like 10 minutes later and he comes and asks for my number or he was like, oh, what's your name? I was like, oh, my name's Yesenia. And he's like, hey, can I have your number? And I was like, you know, like, I appreciate that, but I actually have a boyfriend. He goes, okay, what that mean? And I was like, I don't know why I did like a double take on it, but I was like, sir, you, what do you mean what that mean? <laughs> like, that means I'm wiped up. That means I'm taken. That means I have somebody. And you're going to really just question that. So then my like initial like wheel started turning, right? Because I'm like, why would you get a girl? And even if I were to give you my number, right? What does that say about me that I'm willing to give my number out to somebody and like have somebody when I'm supposedly taken? What do you think I'm gonna do to you if we get together? I don't think he's thinking about all that. No, he's not thinking about that. (laughs) And then, you know, I am. I mean, I I grew up in the suburbs, right? You know, where we're from, but like the hood that I grew up in for the time being, like, you know, just came up on my cousin's 13-year anniversary of his death. Today is the 12th year anniversary of his friend's death. You know, my brother's friends are gone. Like, yeah, I grew up in the suburbs, but I grew up in the ghetto of the suburbs. So it's like, I'm, for for where we grew up, I'm hood. So for me, in my mind, I'm like, nope, you will not be able to handle me. If you think that I would give my number out while being taken, nope, no, no, no. So... I like rejected him, but this dude started cussing me out and was just saying like, oh, fuck that. Like, I didn't even want to get your number anyways. Like you out here hoeing, like how you going to like talk up some dudes like while you have like a man's blah, blah, blah. Well, he said the N word. I was like, sir, you're not black. You can't use that word. But I didn't. Uh, Yeah. Anyways. So I'm just like, cool. Like you asked me for my number. Dismiss the fact that I had a relationship. But then all of a sudden now I'm the hoe because I'm rejecting you. So I started laughing and I was like, insult. That's that's all I came to mind. And I was like, all right, have a nice day. And I like walked away and I was like, you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. And I guess I could have just said no, but I would just assume like, no, just never really works for me anyways. So I'm like, oh, I I have a boyfriend. That's my go to. And nope, still doesn't work. Yeah, like I said, it's that quick fix society. He was just looking for, he was looking to get his rocks off. He couldn't, when he couldn't get it, he got pissed. And he threw a little temper tantrum like a five-year-old. Literally, yeah. And then he came back later that evening. I was kind of like shook because I was like, he came in Russian when he was with a friend. He was like, oh yeah, that's that hoe right there. I was like, man, you really coming back just to like say shit? That was stupid. Yeah, that's that petty ass shit. Just doesn't know how to handle rejection. That's all it is. And unfortunately, I'm sorry that he had to take it out on you like that. Twice, I guess, if you want to count, but yeah, fuck him. Yeah, it's not right. <laughs> yeah, it's not right. But speaking of course, of, it never is. But I uh, I guess 
speaking on that, uh, you're sitting there. How have you navigated the dating scene in the Bay Area? Um, for me, it's a little interesting because I I'm usually the type of person that I'm kind of like. I date people that I know already. And so like going out there and meeting new people is very nerve wracking for me. Y'all be thinking Apple bitches. And I mean, like, yeah, I have a lot of likes on Hinge or whatever. But for like every 10 likes, there's maybe one, maybe one. But I'm very much like. I I think I like you, but then I talk myself out of it. So it's been a lot of just me talking myself out of like why I might not like somebody based on their looks because that's all like social media dating is like, right? Just looking at a bunch of pictures. Um. So this year I really challenged myself to just openly date people and not necessarily find the love of my life, but just see what's out there because I don't think I've done that. Um, and even between like my ex ex and my ex, I was single for four years and I didn't really date anybody because I was like holding on to somebody, you know, like wishing that door was, it was a little cracked. And so I wanted it to be open. So I didn't really have the chance to openly date. And now we're in our later twenties and I'm like, I don't even know what I like. I know what I want, but like, do I really want that? So I think it's been a lot of just me trying to navigate being uh basically working full time, being a student, being an intern and trying to have a dating life, right? I don't have time. I definitely don't have energy for it. Um I'm actually going on a date Thursday. I'm going to go have dinner, but he's from Sac, so we're going to figure out like a halfway point somewhere. Um we go to Raising Canes in Vacaville. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we could. Hey, you know what? Don't knock those like Raising canes, in and out, drive through type of dates. Like you hey. just go to like a quick joint. You know what I mean? Really? I love those opinion, types of dates. In my opinion, that's the best kind of date because yes. if y'all can just go to McDonald's at like one in the morning, you uh, might go somewhere. Look, Little Caesars Pizza. It's a five dollar pizza. Get some crazy bread. Go to the park. Lay down a blanket if it's like warm enough, and just like chat, mm-hmm. talk. I love those types of dates. I don't need nothing fancy. I don't need no five-star meals. I'm not really into drinking right now. I'm trying to like do a drinking cleanse. um, So I don't want to go have drinks. But I think something that's been challenging for me has been like, I don't like driving out in the Bay Area. I y'all y'all have heard me on the cord, like hella cussing people out, like driving recklessly. And I think I'm already anxious as is, so driving to a date, I don't think mentally I'm prepared for that. <laughs> um, but other than that, it's been okay. I've been catfished. This big-ass age, we're still catfishing, um, which was interesting. Um, and he's actually still texting me and be like, hey, like, did I say something wrong? Sir, you do not look like your pictures. Like, I don't know how many times I got to tell you that. Like, you vastly look different. Um, I think a lot for me is just like, I'm not, you know, I'm 20, going to be 28, whatever. And I look like I'm still in my early twenties. I'm not very curvaceous. Like I look really young. And so I feel like guys look for all of these like surgical bodies on social media, like the BBLs. I mean, technically I do have boobs now, but like, 
if you didn't know that beforehand, you don't know. Like, they don't look all, like, fake and stuff, you know. But I'm not curved up like that. And I feel like guys just look for that in women right now. And it kind of blows my self-esteem a little bit. But then I realize, like, I am who I am. And something that I actually remember from this one girl told me, she says, like, I might not be for everybody, but I'm for someone. And that's something I have to constantly tell myself is, like, at least I'm a bitch that's pretty without makeup. At least I'm a bitch that can get dressed up and be in sweats. And I look the exact same. I look pretty both ways. I'm not one of these people out here who can't go a day without wearing makeup because they don't like who they are without makeup, you know? And that is a different type of confidence. Um, but yeah, I'm not going to lie. Like some guys that I see on like Hinge, for example, I'll be like, oh, I, I, you'll never go for a girl like me. Like I'm nerdy. I'm a little too sassy. I'm young in the sense of like, I look young. I think it's because I look young that it makes me feel younger. Um, and actually recently I, I opened up my hinge to like everybody. So I'm trying to be more open about my sexuality, despite like what parents think. Um, and like my family thinks. So that's going to be a new journey soon. But I don't know, because sometimes like when I was younger dating women, I remember a lot of people would tell me like, oh, you haven't experimented yet and like give me a lot of shame for it, which I f like I cannot stand that part of the community. Like there's this idea of culturally and religiously like, yeah, I didn't talk about my sexuality because I didn't want to get my ass beat or I didn't want to be shunned or I didn't want to be kicked out or whatever. Right. There was fear there. So because of that, I didn't experiment too much, but I'm being honest and upfront about it. Why do you have to shame me for it? So it just kind of adds to my own internal homophobia um, and not being able to like really express myself. But I don't know, because one of my exes is going through their transition right now. And I think oh. they might have they might have finished their transition. Actually, I was kind of stalking his uh instagram page the other day and i think him and his girlfriend broke up so anyways i was i dated this guy way back when he's a, a female to male trans uh man and he is in the i think he's in the process of transitioning but he looking real good i was like let's slide that back real quick um and i mean that that was just a beautiful person in, in general but recently i was like remembering just how like good and authentic it felt to myself to be just dating people because of their heart rather than for their looks. And that's one thing I'm realizing why I don't like hinge is I'm, I feel very shallow. I mean, how much, how much can you really like know about a person on a dating? So true. You're never really going to know until you actually take that first step. And that first step, go ahead. I was going to say that first step is usually the hardest. Yeah, I was just about to say that too because, um, ah, man, it's a mixed bag of what you can get on that first step. Man, but it's all in that approach. Sometimes you, sometimes you, like you said, you, sometimes you win, sometimes you don't. But as long, I think, I think at the end of the day, as long as you try and, and, and by, and, and by try, I don't mean, you know, I don't mean, you hitting them with the hey, how you doing? Well, I guess I, I guess that is kind of what I'm saying. But as long you put the bare minimum effort in there, and at least having 
or I guess not just having, but actually like putting some effort into your dating profile. If you have one, that's literally the bare minimum you can do. That's like the bare minimum of trying, at least in this day and age, because like I said, everyone's hustling and bustling. Now we all got our own thing. We got our own grind. It's hard to, you know, get out there in person sometimes on the weekends, on a Saturday night and go meet people. But I think that's that's the bare minimum you can do is to make a pro make a dating profile and just see what's out there, because you never know what's out there if you don't at least start looking. You got to put in and this is this isn't like me talking like either one of you, like in general, this is just like speaking in generalities. But yeah, just try. And because. You can we all we all, you know, go through stuff. We all have this negative outlook on life sometimes, you know. We get beat down. We beat ourselves up. We think there's no hope, all this kind of stuff. But when 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 we all just stop and think for a second and really think about it, like it ain't this ain't so bad. And it's okay to be by yourself. I know a lot of people like to be in relationships. I personally, as much as I love being in a relationship now, I I also very much like being single, (laughs) but uh, I think being in a relationship, uh, the one I, the one I'm currently am in now, being in this relationship really doesn't make me miss the feeling of being single, and I mm-hmm. think that's the type of relationship I, I, that's the, that's what I want for you know all my friends, you know, to miss, to not want to miss that feeling of being single i don't want to say alone because that that's that's too negative but but being single you know what i mean i think it goes both ways i do agree with you though um because you you should put you absolutely should put yourself out there in some way shape or form even if it's baby steps like you know going back to what i said earlier i don't get a lot of matches or likes but if i do end up matching and it still doesn't go anywhere. Like they unmatch or they, we just don't, they don't respond or whatever. Mm-hmm. I leave that with the notion that I'm glad that it was enough. I was enough for that person for a moment, even. And that's, so yeah, of course, sometimes the glass is half empty. Sometimes it's half full depends on the day, but you gotta take, you gotta, you gotta take a look at yourself objectively and just like, you know what? It could be worse. Could be uh, out here getting catfished. Just uh, be grateful what you got now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess I'll touch on it real quick. Um, since I asked both of you, uh, the dating scene for me it's been it's been a lot different because I uh, have, like I've mentioned before, I typically wouldn't date that much um, for a lot of reasons that Ace said. It's, it's super toxic. A lot of the girls here in the Bay Area are very superficial and fake. Um, and every, but every now and again, you find those gems. You find those girls that, even if even if I don't get very far with them, even just having a nice conversation with them, it's like, oh damn, you know, she was she was she was very pleasant. I'm glad that I got to exchange pleasantries and you know make their day brighter for however long we knew each other. Fine. Uh. I very much loved the dating apps for the time that I was on. I was on them for years. I was on Tinder for the longest, but I got, I had like, of us, of all the years I've been on Tinder, I've maybe had a couple hookups here and there. Not a, not a ton of success there, success stories, even though I've been on it for a very long time. 
And then I moved over to Bumble. Uh, I had quite quite some success on Bumble. Uh, mostly mostly actual actual connections with with women that went somewhere, whether it be um, a conversation that led to a hookup and then more conversations after that, or something that felt like it was actually leading into a relationship until something happened where we were we just didn't talk to each other anymore, stuff like that. And of course, I had a couple of relationships. That's how the relationship I'm currently in started. It was on Bumble. So that's why that's why I and I've had two relationships start off Bumble in the past two years. So that's that's kind of why I, I'm a big advocate, not like of the dating apps necessarily or specifically, but the just doing the bare minimum and putting yourself out there. That's that's kind of the big advocate. Because I wasn't necessarily looking for a relationship when I got into the ones that I was in. I was more so in the headspace of I'm tired of being a hoe at the moment. <laughs> and so I'm going to I'm going to put my dick away for a little bit and, you know, try to actually have a conversation. And, and not like I wasn't having a conversation with the girls I was hooking up with, but we knew what it was leading up to. In, in the next uh, 24 hour, 48 hour period. You know what I mean? But I wasn't really looking for a relationship when I got into them, which is actually kind of crazy. I just sort of said, let's, let's, let's take it a little bit slower and see where things go. Wasn't necessarily looking for a relationship, but it ended up happening. So, and I think, I think that's, that's a beautiful fucking thing. You know, that shit just comes out of, that shit just hits you out of nowhere sometimes. You just find you just find the person that's for you and you just find them at the most random times. But again, to everyone listening, it just goes back to just doing the bare minimum and just put yourself out there because you never know. You never know who's watching. And it's I, I, I take it back to I use my I always use my wrestling as an analogy is whenever you post your videos online uh, your clips, your highlights, your matches, whatever you never, you never know who's watching. So it's like always be on your best behavior. <laughs> always put your, always put your best foot forward because you never know, man. It's like the biggest mystery in life is you never fucking know. Should have hit you like a ton of bricks sometimes. I've been trying to get that message across to someone that we know for like the longest. Like, dude, don't go into these like expecting something. Just like take what you can get. Yeah, I feel, like, um, I feel like we have a couple of friends like that. Well, I was only refer. I was I only said that with one person in mind, but I'm curious to see who you think the others were after uh, we're done here. Yeah, get that chat. Um. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I could do that. Uh, but um. Mm, got it. Yeah, I had because yeah. I've been. <sighs> This is not me just being a good friend, but like he legitimately has qualities that, like I hear a lot of uh, girls say that they want, and he just he can't look at himself objectively enough to see it sometimes. Yeah, I know what you yeah. mean. Yeah. So like, cause like, it's always like, uh, <laughs> dude, just go on the apps and start swiping, see what happens, and, he, and I'll get. No, nah, I ain't getting no bitches. And that's it. That's that's the end of the conversation because I can't steer it, convince him that you can, 
but you don't look at yourself like that because of course um he's very hard on himself and I'm sure a lot of us are but with him specifically it's been like a primary problem being a being uh his friend for the better part of a decade and a half uh mm-hmm. and it just sucks to see him like this because he's missed out on so much and so many opportunities to see where things can go with other people. Man, I've said it for years. He would slay on Tinder. Dude, or Bumble. dude we've <laughs> all said well. that. He dresses so nice. His style is really good. He's funny. You know, he has a He's dog. So kind. Yeah, so kind. Yeah, so genuine. Like one of the, one of the realest people I know. It's crazy. And and I I say it I say it to him all the time. Like, bro, have you seen me? <laughs> like I'm, I, I, I've got a very You're low, a monster. I've got a, shut, <laughs> you shut, you shut your, shut your fucking mouth. Don't you lie to me. But like, I've got like a very low, at least up until like maybe like a year and a half, maybe like two or three years ago, I had like a very low self-esteem about my looks for the longest time. And even while I had the apps, you know, I just still, I just still, I never like looking at pictures of myself, but I know what makes a good picture. So I took those pictures and put them on my, my profile. You know what I mean? Like I said, put your best. We're going to have forward. a talk about that picture thing off stream. I mean, uh, off record. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and, um, and yeah, you know, I may not have like the best, uh, self-esteem or confidence sometimes, but I know that sometimes in, in this, and everyone's different, but I know it's not all about me sometimes, you know, if I have my friends or I guess now even my girlfriend in my corner to hype me up, you know, uh, and even, and even to a, a larger extent, uh, a lot of my wrestling friends would, you know, help me with, you know, my body image and all that kind of stuff and how to, how to better perceive myself in in the public eye to, to my friends and family, all that kind of stuff. They, they really helped me a lot. Um, and helping me get over a lot of my fears about looking at myself and, and talking with others about things. And I, I think, I think one day for him, I, I, I really hope it clicks, you know, yeah. that we're not just saying all this to, to be your hype men, but like, we're, we're serious and we mean it genuinely, you know, and I'm I mean? not gonna, I'm not gonna short stick about that. If I say something about you, about your looks positively or negatively, I mean that wholeheartedly objectively however word you want to use to describe it if i say you look good that day or your fit is nice it's not because i'm your friend i'm just hyping you up yeah also it comes back to this idea of like we want these people to see themselves the way we do Mm -hmm. and that's hard that's a really hard thing to try to like align for somebody's like why do my friends my friends say this stuff about me and other people say these things about me, but why don't I believe it? Now, speaking of getting these people to see us, how we want to see ourselves. Ace. What's up? I want you right now, if you feel comfortable, hmm? break out that bumble, break out that hinge. What's in your bio? Sure. I got you. I want to um, see, I want to see what, what are you presenting to these people? Then they first come across your profile I don't, I don't, I don't need to know like what kind of pictures you have because this is an audio format, but I want to know what kind of prompts do you have? What's your bio? You know, what, what, let me preface, let me preface this by saying that, uh, my bio for both is basically the same. So I'll save you both some time. Um, let me pull it up real quick. 
I'm always curious about. And, and, and we're, and we're sure cr- you don't want to see the photos. I do. I want to see if they've changed. Real, but real, real quick, uh, while while you pull that up, I also want to tell everyone a little bit about Ace and I's uh, relationship over the past few years. So, I, <laughs> like I like I said, I've been on the apps more than anyone in our friend group, at least to my knowledge. Uh, and whenever we would go places, I would always the very first time we would go, or the, anytime we pull up to a new city, whether whether we go get ramen across the bridge in San Francisco or Oakland, or we'd go down to San Jose for whatever, you know, just hanging out. I, the first thing I would do if Ace was driving or whoever was driving, I'd pull out my phone and I hop right on Tinder and I just start swiping furiously (laughs) (laughs) in a brand new, in a brand new city we're in. I would just break out my phone and hop on Bumble, hop on Hinge, hop on Tinder. I just start, start swiping. I didn't care who it was. I just listen to everyone that's listening. He is not exaggerating. He was swiping aggressively through those uh through those profiles. Man, and I and and sure enough, I'd get some matches <laughs> just by doing that. <laughs> I would get matches. It's crazy. And and since I'm a delivery driver now, I take my talents all around the bay. I would do <laughs> I would do I would do the same thing while I was driving out on my routes. I'd be like, oh, I'm in I'm in Redwood City today. Let's see what let's see what the women in Redwood City are like. I said, take my talents. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm so glad that I when Ace started getting on the apps, he pretty much did he pretty much followed my lead and started doing the exact same thing. Yeah, but the problem is I drive a lot for our group. So I can't do it but, <laughs> no, while we're driving. But when we get there, I see when you. When we get there, yes, I am doing yeah, it. Yeah, I see. Bro. But, but I want to do it as we're passing through cities because there's a, <laughs> there's a there's a bigger group. You know what I'm saying? No, yeah, yeah. I get The you. serving size is bigger. <laughs> yeah. All right. But what, what hit us hit us with the uh, the bio. Or, or, oh, yeah. yes. You're right. You're bio, right. Bios um, and prompts. See, she said she wanted to see the photos. So I'm going to show those real quick. Um. So this is the, I guess this is the most popular photo on Bumble. It's from the Christmas party. It's uh, me and Bobby. I took that shit. (laughs) That shit worked. So here's another one. Real talk. Some of our best pictures come from these parties, these Christmas parties. Because they're all candid. That's why. Yeah, we take some really good pictures. I don't know. (laughs) I can't wait for this year's. And then you can't really see it, but like it's one that Rex took. Look at my guy freaking looking fitted, sitting and on the park bench. Another one. Oh, yeah. I can't, can't really see it. I like that one. Look, man, I'm telling you, Ace, you just got that. You just got that. Uh, that photo, ge- photo genuine. I don't know what word I'm trying to say. You good at taking photos? Photo jeans. <laughs> the photo jeans. I'm sure you remember this. Oh yes, I also took. Mm. No, That's that one wasn't me. That was the Nikki picture. Uh, yeah, no, we were we went to Brazilian that night, right? Yeah, I yeah. think Nikki took that picture. Hell yeah, that that was a ninety. I, I like that one a lot because it was like a nineties album cover. Type. Yes. <laughs> and then there's this from my birthday, I think last year. Oh yeah, you went to the VR room. And then the last one is this one I took on Halloween, like how many, however many years ago. Uh, look at this fucking rogue ninja over here. And then the caption says, uh, gang. And then the small one says, headband don't cover my big ass forehead. <laughs> I love it. And then, uh, oh shit. Um, the prompts, correct? Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> I kept it simple for the bio. I was like, 
it, I'm here for friends, but if it turns out to be more than that, and that's just a bonus. I love anime, video games, and basketball. I like participating in other people's interests if it's fun. Always up for late night food runs because I know a lot of girls on here are foodies. So, um, and then I said said the whatever traits like you know if I drink or smoke or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then for interests, I put crafts, video games, anime, comic books, and R and B music. And then one of the prompts is I quote too much from, and I put uh, Futurama. And then I put my most useless skill is yo-yoing. <laughs> and then that is not useless, but yes. Uh, like <laughs> and then a fun fact I'm obsessed uh, obsessed with, which I said earlier, is kangaroos can't jump backwards. <laughs> and then after that, it's just like my Spotify artist that I listen to the most, and that's it. It's usually it. I kept it really. I didn't want to put too much time into it, but. I feel like what I picked and what I put said enough about who I was, so. I like it. Yeah, it's all Pretty you need sometimes. You got to keep it short and sweet. Everyone's got short attention spans. You got to get to the point. That's that's why I didn't put too get much to work into point. it. To point. But I think it's an okay profile compared to other ones I've seen on the internet. I mean, at least you, I have, literally you just, have a bio, at least. I literally just said no to a guy who had nothing but pictures on, of food on his Hinge profile. So there's <laughs> that. I don't know what you look like, but nice food, I guess. There was no, there was no pictures of him, just food. Nope. Well, just what the, you can't, I can't date the food, dude. No. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm trying to remember my my profile. I think my profiles were basically the same for both two, like yours. I think I put like I made it. I I put bullet points. I put like four bullet points: anime lover, wrestling fan, uh, heavy metal listener, and concert gore. I think it was like my four my four things and then if they, if that struck a chord with them then they'd message me about one of those things i left it super vague mm-hmm. but yeah i i didn't i didn't really put too much because i tried a bunch of different bios throughout the years but i think that mm-hmm. if i yeah if you just list things to people then they can you know latch on to that a little bit more yeah i think i might take a page out of your book and rework it so it looks more organized mm-hmm. and i could list my interests in like you know each line instead of just clumping it all up in one paragraph. But yeah, it's, it was like a no brainer that in my bio, I had to list like what I like. Mm-hmm. Cause how else are they going to know what you're about? I think, uh, one thing that helps you kind of, you did it already with the, um, with the, uh, Oh man, the Akatsuki outfit in one of your pictures, but, uh, where have like, maybe like one more shirt, or an attire of something that you like. Like you like you like what's that rapper? Joey Badass. You feel like a Joey Badass to you take a picture with that on or some shit, you know what I mean? I don't know. It's just I don't really it's just I have it's the same problem as you had before. Like you don't really take pictures of yourself. I don't either. Yeah. So I just use whatever pictures people take of me mm-hmm. and just use those. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, I think all my pictures I think at least three or four of my pictures have me wearing a ghost t shirt. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Which will which actually worked once because I matched with the girl that that had the exact same shirt as me in one of my pictures, and that's how we got to talking once. So that was pretty cool. Or or another one, I had a I had a Memphis t shirt on, and someone made a comment about like Grizzlies, really, <laughs> you know. But yeah, shit like that could even you know start a convo before they even look at your bio sometimes. Right. I once. Uh matched with the girl because uh one of her prompts was uh 
things that I'm, I'm still not over. And she put the Lakers losing to the Celtics in 2008. So that Damn. tells me that she was a Lakers fan. And yeah, we matched on that. It didn't go anywhere, but you know, we were just talking because of that. So I see what you're saying. Yeah, I think one of the, <laughs> this one's, well, I don't think this one went anywhere. This was years ago. One, one girl I matched with, um, I, I usually, sometimes I always just steal, uh, prompt, not prompts, but like opening lines from screenshots I see on Facebook and stuff. And this is one of those ones. It was, um, it was ask them, you just ask them, what's your, what's their favorite type of soup? And I remember one girl, she was wildin'. I had never, I don't, I think the conversation ended quickly after she said this. Um, I, I, I asked her, what's her favorite kind of soup? And she said, she said, cum soup. <laughs> what the heck? And I don't, I don't know. I didn't know how to respond to that. I legitimately did not know how to respond to that. <laughs> I, I, I think I just left her on red. I know I resp- yeah. I responded with something that was just kind of like, oh, okay. Or something like, <laughs> cause I wasn't, I wasn't expecting, <laughs> I just wasn't expecting. I wasn't expecting that. I was like, what the fuck? Oh my god. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, some some of these people be wilding. <laughs> if I was more <laughs> She if, didn't even try. <laughs> yeah. that's the, that's the if I was if I was if I was as horny and clever as I was now, I would have capitalized on that, but you know, younger me was just astounded. Fucking aloof. Just like, geez, you just coming right out the gate. <laughs> <laughs> man like throwing throwing 90 miles an hour i see i don't i don't think i'll ever be ready for something like that if someone dropped that on me because how do you respond to that at breakneck speed by the by the way yeah nowadays if someone hit me with that i'd probably be like oh you want to do this huh <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes my conversations end up going that way i'm not gonna lie but Ladies and gentlemen, we have surpassed our time. Hopefully, you're still <laughs> you're still with us. Um, but we've made it through another another soft boiling. Want to thank our guests this evening, Mister Impressive. I'm glad to be here. Thank you for sharing your stories. We much appreciate it. Uh, hope to have you back for a future episode if you if you'd like to come back. I'm down. Hell yeah, he said he's down, Yesenia. You heard that? You heard that. We're gonna hold it to it. Uh shit. I got I got really nothing <laughs> more to say, I think. <laughs> I think I think I'm all tapped out at the moment. Um Yesenia, Ace, any final final comments? Any questions? Concerns? First. Oh, okay. Um, you know, when it comes to to 2023 damn we're old 2023 dating just i guess my my biggest thing is just remember to love yourself and to date yourself too in that process learn about yourself learn what you like about you that's where you're going to find your confidence that's where you're going to find your boundaries and your expectations of what you're looking for um out of a person out of the world out of yourself um passing it all over to you ace my only thing I I gotta say before we head out is um, if you ever get rejected by someone, 
you got to ask yourself objectively, are you what they want? And I'm going to just leave it at that. Mm-hmm. Wise words, wise words. I've said it. I've said it plenty of times. I'm going to say it one more time. Please. The bare minimum you can do is to just put yourself out there because you never know what's out there. If you don't go looking, you'll find the best people in the strangest places and it'll be when you least expect it. So please, even if you, even if you have to make a dating profile, uh, please, uh, try to block all the negativity and toxicity. I know it's hard, but please at least try Put your best foot forward and someone will recognize you or recognize it. And they'll they'll actually see you for who you are. Don't let the internet tell you how to date people. Oh yeah. Do not listen to the <laughs> internet for anything. Yeah. Don't live on the internet, live in the moment. Hell yeah. With that, thank you, Ace. Thank you, Yesenia. Thank you for sticking with us for another episode, people. Glad you're here. Glad you stuck around. Uh, until next time, you've just been soft boiled. <laughs>